come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 127 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And it's Brian Lords. And uh, we've got a show for you today. How bizarre. How bizarre. (laughs) Uh, But before we get into today's episode, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented, and very smart sponsor, Getaway Today. They are smart indeed. And you're smart if you use them. Exactly. I was just about to say that. And you'll be (laughs) smart to book a trip with them right now because Halloween time is getting underway at the Disney Resorts. And you are going to want to get down there. We're going to be talking a lot about what's going on this year um, for Halloween as far as, like, food and the new gingerbread house at the Haunted Mansion. Uh, We even have a candy guide for you a little bit later. So Mm. uh, pay attention to the show. But if you want to go down and experience everything that we're going to talk to you about today, make sure you visit Getaway Today. Um, You can... Book your trip through them, and they'll make sure that everything's perfect. Make sure everything's going all right. Practically perfect in every way. Pretty much, just (laughs) like Mary. Um, But if you're going to be going down anytime soon, um, whether it's to do Halloween time or the holidays, uh, make sure you let them know about Main Street 10. It's all lowercase, the number 1-0. That promo code is going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So visit them at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. Awesome. And that $10 could get you a couple of bride and groom churros. That we've talked about before. Oh, that's right. We did mention those. I remember now. The picture's amazing because it's got the white bride churro next to the groom churro with its head cut off. Perfect. It's hilarious. Um, But let's move on to this week at the Disneyland Resort. If you're planning on going this week, here are your hours. Thursday, September 12th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12 with DCA open 8 to 8. Friday the 13th, Disneyland's open 8 to 11 with DCA open 8 to 10. Please tell me there's a Halloween party that night. Nope. Oh, that would be perfect. Why didn't we start those on the 13th? Friday the 13th. I don't know. Disney needs to get on. Dropping the ball. Plus it's a Friday. It's like the perfect perfect party night. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, September 14th, and Sunday the 15th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 10. Monday, September 16th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 8. And then Tuesday, September 17th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 6, because Halloween party starts... That day. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. That isn't Friday the 13th. (laughs) And that would be the perfect day. Yeah. So that will go from 6 to 11, which is why it closes at 6. 
And I'm sure you can get in at four. That's usually how it is. Usually they do a couple hours. Um, and, and if I remember right, you can get into both parks with that. At least last time I went, you could get into both parks if you wanted to. Yeah. But why would Until you? the party starts, right? Yeah. Well, I think then you can limited. win the party. Then you're anyway. limited to being at the party? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then Wednesday, September 18th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 8. Of course, the events going on are Dia de los Muertos and Plaza de Familia, uh, which can be celebrated over at uh, the Boardwalk in uh, California Adventure and Frontierland in uh, Disneyland. Uh, and then, of course, Oogie Boogie Bash is going on. We'll let you know on the days that the party is. Uh, it's not starting on the right day. Yeah, September 17th. Wah, wah. Disney needs to put us in charge <laughs> of their scheduling. Come on, Disney. Pay us some big bucks to schedule your... Your schedule will be perfect if we're oh, in charge. Yeah. 8 to 12 every night. Every day. Both parks. Both parks. Except on Halloween Just parties. Saying. But... Uh, closures, Disneyland, Sailing Ship Columbia closes 9-8, so it's currently closed until the 13th of September. Pirate's Lair slash Tom Sawyer Island is closed on the 16th of September until the 20th, and Winnie the Pooh also closes on the 16th until the 27th of September. Uh, DCA has the Red Red Car Trolley closed until spring of 2020. Nobody should be surprised by that at this point. I know, right? Except for you, that new listener. Yeah. We you hear, can be surprised. We see you listening. Or hear you. We're always watching. Or whatever. But. Like Woody. <laughs> always watching. Wait, no. That's Roz. Roz. But, but the, you Woody are thinking does say of Woody that. when he's like, we see everything. And that's what it is. That's the line. All right. So uh, play nice. Yes. So let us stroll on over to uh, Brian's Trivia Corner right about now, I guess. Sounds like a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is trivia time. Yippee. Everybody should be way more excited than Sean just sounded. (laughs) Way more excited. Let's get into last week's question, and that question was, who wrote all the narration for The Haunted Mansion? Uh, Kind of a softball question, I think. Very softball. Um, But there were some people that struggled with this one, didn't quite get it right. Did Sean struggle, or did he not even... Sean didn't even try. Uh, Our man on the main street dropping the ball. I know, it's (laughs) like he just doesn't even want to try anymore. (laughs) I used to look forward to his text messages every week and, uh, to uh, be able to tell him, nope, you got it wrong. You're leaving Brian out to dry. I know. In my corner, <laughs> out to dry. Anyway, the answer to this week's question, or last week's question, was, of course, uh, Xavier, better known as X. Atencio. He wrote all the narration, um, all the words for... I mean, pretty much all of the mansion. Oh, yeah. Um, was it Buddy Baker that, or George Bruns? Didn't they write 
Grim Grinning Ghosts, or did I'd... X write the lyrics for that too? I thought that was Buddy Baker. I can't. I could I have not a remember. handy book right there that probably tells me everything. Probably, but I just couldn't remember <laughs> if X wrote the lyrics for that or if it was Buddy Baker and George Bruns. But I also thought they may have just done the music. Yeah, and X still wrote the. I mean, the words that they use in Grim Grinning Ghosts, it sounds like it's X Atencio. Yeah, that's true. I think um, you're right. I feel like it's X that wrote that, and then Buddy Baker and George Bruns yeah, worked on right. the music for it. Um, but anyway, all the narration throughout the ghost host and all that um, is the um, linguistic Xavier X Atencio. Oh, yeah. Um, just uh, didn't he write uh, the Yoho? Yo-ho yeah, part? yeah, I think he did write Yoho. So I mean, they're very s- similar style. Yeah, not like musically, but lyrically. Yeah, you know, it's just like a simple something to get stuck in your head yeah. really easy. <laughs> I think he was good at that. So. He was. Um, he had a way with words. If you just read through the entire narration of the ghost host through the whole thing. It's (laughs) unbelievable how well he puts words together to make things sound so amazing. Yeah. Um, What is it in the stretch room that I like so much? The, um, uh, I know what you're talking about where he's like, your cadaverous, cadaverous yeah, pallor, pallor betrays, betrays an aura, aura of foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. <laughs> yeah, like that. that it's that just, just so awesome. <laughs> amazing and so well put together. X did a fantastic job. Make sure you thank him when you get to the other side. College <laughs> uh, uh, <college> mansion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he found his way out of the mansion. <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough talk about X. We love him, but it's time to move on to this week's question. And that question is, Klondike was a character featured at what early Frontierland eatery at Disneyland? Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, this is taking it back. Taking it way back to the... The days when the Dorito was founded. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> if you guys think that you know the answer to this question, it is no. the name of this place is no longer the same. Nope. It has changed. I will not tell you what it is now. <laughs> we can talk about that next week. But um, this location is still there. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you think you know the answer... Send it over to me. That's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Awesome. I do want to let you guys know that we are, once again, skipping this week in Disney history. Gasp. We had a busy week this week. Oh, man. It's been crazy. I'm still recovering. (laughs) Like, I feel like... I'm like I'm exhausted. Yeah, so uh, it was busy, busy, busy. For those that have been paying attention, we've been at Phoenix, Salt Lake. Um, a lot of good stuff. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So we've just been busy, and then I was out sick Tuesday and Wednesday. Anyway, so yeah, not a lot of time for me to get all that put together. 
But a lot of research involved in Sean's Disney facts for the week. Sean's Disney facts. I'm not going to rename it, but that's pretty good. (laughs) But anyway, we'll probably talk more about Fanex here in just a little bit. Hopefully it was worth it, skipping that, to bring you what we're going to bring you. I think it should be. Fanex plus all the other fantastic things we have lined up for today's show. Oh, yeah. So before we get into the turkey leg, the very voluptuous, juicy turkey leg, let us uh, tell you how you can support us. Absolutely. So the first way is, of course, to listen to the episode every week, or at least, you know, every every so often as much as you can, uh, but preferably oh, every, every week. Every week on Wednesday. <laughs> And sharing the episode, yay. That's um, the most important. So with you guys listening and sharing it with those that would also enjoy the show and the episodes uh, is very helpful to us and it helps us to grow and, uh, you know, bring you more content. So help us grow, yay. Another way you can support us is monetarily by visiting patreon.com slash word on the main street. You can donate your hard-earned cash, as little as a dollar, up to whatever you would like, and it is a monthly donation. Thank you to those that are donating, and uh, those that aren't, what are you waiting for? (laughs) Just kidding, but uh, definitely not required, as this show will never cost anything, but if you can lend a dollar or two a month, we would appreciate it. It does help us to upgrade the equipment, provide better and more content for you guys. So, indeed, do it to it, Lars. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you can reach us, reach out to us, say hello. And there's a few ways you can do that. First is social media, facebook.com slash word on the main street. Also Twitter at W-O-T Main Street. And then our biggest, baddest Social media account is on Instagram at Word on the Main Street. We have reached over a thousand followers, so we're going to be doing a giveaway. We're looking at what we're giving away right now. Can it's you guys a good see it? One. Can you see it in your mind's eye? Ooh yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh ah. You looking at my other pops? I'm looking at all of them. I guess I just kind of let that out of the bag. Oh, now they know what it is. <laughs> We're giving away Sean's newly autographed fry pop that Billy West signed. No. Nope. Never. <laughs> never, ever, ever. <laughs> but I guess we can tell you. Uh, we will be giving away three Haunted Mansion Funko Pop Finals. But you will not know what they are. Yeah. You'll have to get on Instagram to see... One of them may even be exclusive somewhere. Ooh. So that might make it hard to get. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Yeah. So be on the lookout on Instagram for that post. It will be soon, if not today. So. There you go. All right. Um, And then you can email us. 
My email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And once again, you can reach me at Brian, that's B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And if you don't want to reach out to us on social media or via email, but you would like to use your voice, we have a voice mailbox at 801-923-2455. Yay. All right, let's get into it. Yes. It is now the meat of the episode, the turkey leg, as we like to call it. Uh, this one, there's a lot, there's a lot to go over, I would say. I would say so. So, I guess we can give an overview of the Fanex weekend, right? So, uh, what I mean, were some... What a weekend it was. What were some highlights... For you, good sir. Um, I had many highlights from this Fanex, oh, both yeah. Disney and non-Disney. Um, probably one of my biggest that does have a Disney tie but isn't super Disney <laughs> was seeing John Reese davies That was awesome. Holy cow, what a cool guy. Like I wish we could have like had an interview with him because you guys would be blown away by this man. Yeah, I feel like if his line was shorter, if he didn't have so many people in his line all the time, we may have gotten one. We probably should have asked. And I think that his line got so long because he spends so much time talking with people as they come through his line. He's Um, a very, very, like, giving guy, it seems like, of his time. He's very down to earth, I feel like. Yeah. Um... He's a classically trained actor, which shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, he's always wearing a suit. Yeah. Like a three-piece. You know, you got the vest, jacket, and pants. He was like, almost very out of place when he arrived at Twisted Tunes. Yes. He did great. I <laughs> yeah. loved seeing him there. But, yeah, with everybody else that was there. You, oh, yeah. All, and then you watch the guy walk in in the suit, take off his jacket to sit down and... Yeah. Do his part. It was it was cool. So he's just like a legend. Oh, yeah. Um, if you don't know who he is, you do. Uh, he's Sala in Indiana Jones. He's also in the ride. In the, Visually. Uh, preview. He's in the yeah, ride. In the uh, pre-show thing. Audibly, he's not. Audibly, it is another voice actor, uh, but you see him. And if you haven't seen Indiana Jones, what... Are you doing with yeah, your life? I um, agree. And then Gimli and Lord of the Rings. If you haven't seen one of those franchises, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, I know there's a couple people that would make sure to tell you that he is Rodrigo San in, in, Shogun. in Shogun that yeah. nobody knows about, but the two people that I'm talking about. Yeah. Those two people would, of course, be our parents. And uh, because of them, I did get a chance to actually meet John Reese davies in person. While I saved your places. While you saved our seats. <laughs> For shame. <laughs> I was tickled by John Reese davies Literally? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I sure was. Not, Do tell. I never heard about not in this. in a weird way. Well, it sounds weird. Everybody says that. Uh, but I had noticed that when he was getting his picture with people at his booth, he'd put his arm around them, and then he'd just like 
tickle them with his like index finger, thumb, like wherever his hand was uh-huh. around them. Nothing weird and inappropriate, yeah. but he would do that to make people smile for the photo. That's cool. Uh, so he was tickling me. It was just, this was funny to tell people. <laughs> You've been tickled, tickled by John, John Reese Davies. Davies so. Yeah. Uh, so that was funny, but yeah, he's a really cool guy. He took a lot of time with our parents to talk to them about Shogun, because uh, that's their favorite movie with him in it. Um, and our dad even spoke Japanese to him, and he responded in Japanese, which is amazing. That is amazing. He's just uh, a very amazing. educated actor. Like, yeah, really cool guy. So. It's actually Sunday after we had been at Fan X all week. I was in a John Reese Davies kick, so we <laughs> went and watched the two towers that had newly been placed on Netflix. Oh, nice! And I was sitting there thinking, how old was he when he was doing this? Yeah, he was like fifty-five years old. Yeah, when he did Gimli, and I was at. We were watching, and my wife's like, I wonder if he did all the running in those scenes. Because you like see him running oh, everywhere. Yeah. He did. That's and crazy. he lost a lot of weight because of all the running that he did. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of crazy. I feel like he just puts all of himself into whatever he does. Yes. Especially when he was reading for Dorothy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he uh, he was doing his best to be Dorothy. Yeah. And that was hilarious. Yeah. Like he wasn't doing a character. <laughs> he was trying to be Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. It was pretty good. And it was priceless. Because for those of you that aren't familiar, at, every year at uh, Salt Lake Fan X and many other comic conventions throughout the country, the voice actors will get together and do what's called Twisted Tunes. And they take a movie script. They'll do their different character voices that they do as characters from whatever film they're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, typically you do, like, Billy West would do Fry or Dr. Farnsworth or or Stimpy, Stimpy, Doug, one of his many voices as a character from um, The Wizard of Oz that particular time. Well, John just wanted to do the very best Dorothy (laughs) that he could do. However, he did narrate part of the script as Gimli, and it was priceless. I loved it. Yeah, that was an awesome panel. It was. That and John Reese davies panel. Yeah. By was, himself. Yeah. So good. Yes. And then uh, we did see an Evermore panel. Mm-hmm. They just did kind of a play. It was kind of like a play. Their year in review. Yeah. Um, seems pretty cool. I, we still haven't been, but... We're hoping to go yeah. for Lore, which had started this past weekend. Oh, it started the weekend of Fanex? Yes. I did not know that. So. It was very fun to watch that because it was very much in character yes. the entire time. And I was very impressed how well they stay in character through yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> um, I'm hopefully getting down there this season for Lore. Yeah, uh, it's been a big thing for people that enjoy the theme parks and, you know, experiences mm-hmm. like Galaxy's Edge. You know, it's very immersive. This is a very immersive park here in Utah that has gotten a lot of, uh, what's the word, press, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, a lot of people are really enjoying it. At least it. amongst the fantasy community, I would yeah. say. Yeah, and it has, obviously, uh, former Imagineer Josh Shipley is the chief of... Um, chief creative officer, isn't he? Yes, yes, chief creative officer. And then Tony Baxter has advised on some things, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So it sounds like it's definitely... Very immersive and well done. So go check it out. Yeah, yeah I that's really a fun want little to. Panel. Then we saw Kel Mitchell. Oh my gosh, he's not really a Disney no, but person. But that he's was, like our childhood. Yeah, and he's going to be on Dancing with the Stars that, that I think starts next week, which is an ABC program. It is Disney tie right Disney there. Tie. Um, and I'm super excited to watch that because Kel Mitchell's going to be on it, as well as Kate Flannery from The Office, who is Meredith Palmer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so all in all, I'm really excited about this. But Kel Mitchell got me even more excited Yes, being able to see him and hear him do Ed from all Good that Burger. again and Good Burger. <laughs> and it was just fun to, to listen to oh, him. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else? We saw Patrick Renna. Patrick Renna, Ham from The Sandlot. Yes. Um, and then he was in the big green. He was the yeah, goalie. That's a, a good Disney tie. Yeah, there. that was the a Disney movie. But the Sandlot series is coming to Disney Plus. Also true. Which it sounds to me like he's had some involvement yes. in. So sounds I'm like a lot of them have. Kind of excited to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Apparently is no longer a tiny little person. And is quite <laughs> a massive person that scares Patrick Rena. Patrick Rena these days. Uh, oh, yeah. If you don't know who Yeah Yeah is, go watch The Sandlot. If you haven't seen The Sandlot, shame on you. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, we saw The Voice of Mario, which oh, is, yes. there's no Disney tie. There. No Disney tie whatsoever, unless he's done some random voice for Disney somewhere. Yeah. If he has, I don't know about Mario it. Mario wasn't in Wreck-It Ralph at all, right? Like, no. He that, was, I know Sonic was, but... Bowser was. But I don't remember no. ever seeing Mario. Um, it's interesting Disney got Bowser, but... Yeah. Not Mario, but... Well, <laughs> anyway. Um, it was very fun to see my Mario-obsessed child be able to go and interact with Charles and get pictures with Charles. So it oh, was yeah. very fun. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Yes. Uh, there was a lot of good cosplay, which Ooh, we, I think, yes. uh, we posted a lot of it we on did. our social media, and it should still be there under the highlights. We have like a little section called Fanex. If you just click on that, it'll show you all the stories we did on Instagram yeah. with all the cosplay. I mean, we even saw, I don't know if you saw the picture, but uh, some older woman was dressed up as... Um, Mrs. Banks. Oh, I did see the picture. Winifred. Winifred, and she's dressed up in her the uh, suffragette outfit. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, Saw a really good Mary Poppins outfit. A lot of good uh, villain cosplay. Yes, Um, kind of altered maybe from your traditional stuff. I saw a really cool Hades uh, that was in a big like hoop skirt dress. We saw. I think we saw two female Hades. I think you're right. I think so. If I remember, there was right. a really cool like hoop skirt oogie boogie too that we had seen. Oogie I think boogie day was awesome. one. Um, lots of really creative um, 
cosplay and then a lot of very accurate oh, cosplay, yeah. like to Jack the Sparrow. Oh man, she was incredible. That took me back a little bit when because I thought it was a dude, uh-huh. <laughs> and then she spoke, and I was like, "Holy yeah. crap!" Like you're one of the best. Absolutely. Jack Sparrows I've ever seen. <laughs> I have dressed up as Jack Sparrow before. I have, I would say, a fairly well put together oh, yeah. Jack Sparrow costume. Mine has been put to shame by this lady. She was good. She was good. And I, th- I swear she was in a screen accurate oh, Jack Sparrow costume. That looks like it, yeah, for Incredible. sure. Yeah, that's insane. Like, she looks like Johnny Depp. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, weird. It is. <laughs> weird. Uh, we did see, uh, uh, yeah, because we saw this Hades, right? Uh-huh. And then a female Captain Hook. And then they had a male uh, Maleficent. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting, interesting setup, but they did very well. Uh, we saw two ladies that did Gamora and, and Star-Lord. Star-Lord. Yes, they did very they well, too. They were really good. Uh, but you can check all this out. Yeah, a lot of unbelievable yeah. costumes. I I think when I go next year, I know the Provost Park Pass panel happens while the cosplay contest is going on. Uh-huh. But I think I really would like to stay and watch the cosplay contest. I have never stayed there for that some before. Good cosplay. And people go all <laughs> out. Like there's some on I mean, you got the really cool stuff and then you've got the things that nobody should ever see. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, people that should not be dressing in the things that they dress in. Um, but to each their own. If you feel comfortable bearing that much you of yourself, you. you go right ahead and do that. You do, yeah. Um, I will go vomit in the corner with some of these. But uh, <laughs> but it, it really is amazing. If you guys have the opportunity to go next year, I did find out that next year is only going to be a fall show. Yes. So it will be September 17th through the 19th. So here's your notice. You've got a year, a whole oh, year, yeah. plan a trip if you don't live locally. If you do, I mean, just get yourself there. Yeah. But please come to Salt Lake Fan X. You will not be disappointed um, with the quality of guests, with just the overall experience, I would say. Right. Uh, and then there was one cosplay I forgot to mention that I really loved. So there was a girl dressed as the, um, is it, are they maids? The hostesses, I should say. Oh yes, uh, from the haunted mansion. Yeah, I would call and it her a dad haunted mansion maid. Was a bust. That was cool. He was a singing bust. He so. had like the black shirt on, but then he had like it was painted. So he was all blacked yeah. out, but then it was painted on his black shirt. The rest of the bust, and then his face so was cool. all white. So it cool. was that was good. Yeah. I enjoyed that thoroughly. And I'll make a little plug here. Because um, we have a couple good friends, Greg and Lori Anderson. Oh, yes. Uh, I won't tell you what he showed us. Yeah. But uh, he took us on a little tour of one of the rooms, which I will say is the Haunted Hotel. The Ghost Hotel. The Ghost Hotel uh, at the escape rooms in Layton, Utah. Yes. The Great um, Escape the Room. The Great Escape Room. Uh if you're a fan of Disneyland, fan of Tower of Terror, Haunted Mansion, you gotta no. go. You gotta go. You have to. Yeah. 
after seeing like the little preview because he didn't like show us everything about yeah. it, but there was a particular couple things that he showed us, and I want to go so bad. Yes, I think that looks so much fun, and it's incredible the detail that they put into these things. Yeah, so go uh, check them out if you are ever in Layton, Utah. If you're local, just get your butt over there because uh, you're gonna love it. So, all right. One other thing we did while we were at Fanex, we had an interview. Ooh, and it was a good one. So we we did see the... Well, I don't know if you saw her panel. I did not. I was kind of so held up a little bit. Yeah. So I tried to make it, but I was delayed right. on the train and everything. Right. So, so uh, Susan Egan did a panel. Uh, she's the voice of Meg. On Hercules. Or Megara, if you want to go by your full name. <laughs> uh, the panel was great. I did some live from the panel that I put on our story. And I also have a video that I'll probably post um, of her singing the song that she sings, which is, um, I won't say I'm in love. Great song. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, we got the opportunity to interview her us on her just for five minutes or so great person oh yeah so friendly fun to talk to absolutely uh so we want to play that for you right now right sounds like a good plan to me here we go here's our interview with susan egan all right, uh, we're here at Phoenix with Susan Egan. Uh, she, you would probably recognize her as Meg on uh, Hercules, uh, but you played Belle in Broadway, correct? I did. I actually received a Tony nomination. I was the original Belle a thousand and fifty years ago. Oh, that's a long time. <laughs> it is a long time. Yes, neither of you were born. It was really dinosaurs were roaming the planet. Yeah. How was that? It was, it was um, good. It was warmer than um, they think there's global warming now, but really, like, you know, those, those ferns were enormous during the Jurassic. Oh, I, I could imagine. Uh, so, <laughs> so you played Meg. Uh, how does it feel to be what I would consider Disney royalty? Ooh, thank you. I love <laughs> Meg because she is still, to this day, the only one who actually starts out on the bad side and turns good. Like, she's, she's a Disney heroine, but she's not a princess but she's not evil. Um, and so that makes it fun because she's complicated, she's real, she's flawed, all those good things. So, And bottom line, she's sarcastic. So. Oh, and that's always fun. Yeah. Uh, do you have any similarities in your personal life with Meg? Yes. In fact, when I was playing Belle, um, they wouldn't let me audition for Hercules because they thought I was like that. And I finally convinced them that as Belle I was acting. But Meg is kind of right where I live. It's where my voice naturally sits. It's definitely like where my humor lies and all of that. So I like it. And I like that she always comes up with like the sassy retort. And, and she's a strong woman who's not looking for a guy and, and all that. Of course, she falls in love anyway, but it happens. <laughs> she won't say it. She won't say it. She's in <laughs> denial. Yes. So you uh, played Meg in Kingdom Hearts as well. Uh, are you a fan of those games, and how different was it doing voice acting for the video game? Yeah, so it's it's super fun with the video games because you have to record all these alternatives depending on what the player does, right? Um, but with Kingdom Hearts 3, it was very cool because it had been so many years since since the last one 
Um, and it was the first time in probably 15 years that we got to go in and record these characters. So Tate as Herc and, and as Meg. And it was just fun, because it, it was all the same people in the booth, right? right. Um, but it was fun to revisit. And also to say, gosh, you know, I don't know that Meg would really say this. Like, what if we said it this way? And they're like, hey, yeah, let's do that. So it was really, it's always a treat to go Awesome. In. And have you been a fan of the parks? So I grew up very near Disneyland, and nobody knows this, but I'm gonna give you a little tidbit. When I was a freshman in college, um, I auditioned for the Disneyland 35th anniversary special. They needed to hire an actress to play the tour guide for Buster Poindexter because they had, because the parade that year was feeling hot, 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 right? And they were gonna televise the parade and go back and forth between Disneyland and Walt Disney World celebrating Disneyland's 35th anniversary. And so I got hired as the actress, this is long before Beauty and the Beast, long before Hercules. Um, I was the actress who played the Disney tour guide who toured David Johansson, Buster Poindexter, all through the parks and we did scenes on Main Street, we did scenes on, um, on the rides coming down like the waterfall, on um, Big Thunder and we did scenes uh, in middle of the parade and we recorded all of these, we taped all of these before the park was up and before there were people in the park. It was just the coolest thing ever to see the park that way because I'd grown up going. But there, I don't know if there's video out there of this, but I was that girl. Lucky. <laughs> so, not even knowing that I would spend the rest of my life working for Disney, do you know? I mean, it was just, it was just a job I got, you know? Paid so the rent. Obviously, we don't want to take up too much of your time. Do you have a favorite attraction at the Disneyland Park? Well, I, it's Space Mountain. Oh, yeah, nice. Forever Space Mountain, I know. And it's like, it's so funny. No, no. I remember when it opened. That's how old I am. Um, and then I love the one in Walt Disney World, too, but but I am partial to the one at Disneyland. They are different. You sit yeah. side by side or, or back to, you know, back behind people. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's still that one. And I'm so happy to say it's also my girl's favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's also uh, Weird Al's favorite, I found out. Well, I've always had a lot in common with Weird Al. Oh, I'm sure. You've never seen us in a room together because we are actually the same person. Oh, wow. Learned a lot. <laughs> well, thank you so much. My pleasure, guys. All right, folks. So that was our awesome interview with Susan Egan, voice of Meg from Hercules. Also, as you learned, uh, the original Belle. Yes. In the stage production. On Broadway. So she sounds a lot she, like Belle when she talks. She does. She's a very like natural. Like I would like bell. to see her and Paige O'Hara have a bell off. Just have a conversation because I feel like they sound pretty similar. Not, I thought so. Yeah, but so often, it, <laughs> so you can't see either of them, and you have to distinguish who's Paige who's O'Hara who? and who is Susan Egan. Right. But yeah, both equally as nice. Oh yeah. Because Paige was really nice. Paige was. Um, Susan was very nice to us. Uh, obviously, she gave us that interview, and we, I hope it showed, we had a really fun time talking to oh, her. Oh, yeah. Um, and hopefully she had fun talking to us. Hopefully. And if she's listening, thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, we appreciate and it. Please come back to Salt Lake soon. Yes. Bring your friends. Yeah. Bring, Bring all the princesses. Yeah. We'll we'll have a, a fun interview together. <laughs> That'd be sick. Princess talk with Word on the Main Street podcast. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That would be so cool. <laughs> I would die a little if that actually happened. All right. Well, 
that was Fanex. A lot of fun. Um, Friday. I feel like there's a good amount of stuff on Friday and s- Thursday and Friday. Saturday, yeah. I feel like there wasn't as much. It wasn't for a Disney. Ton. Um, yeah, as far as well, Disney had quite a an impact on on Saturday. Yeah, um, yeah, we can talk about they, that real quick. Uh, <laughs> whether they there was a lot of Disney related stuff. But uh, yeah, my family and I, we went, got in line, we're getting ready to go into the <laughs> grand ballroom for the uh, Star Wars spotlight panel with Ian McDermott and Hayden Christensen. AKA as they, the Emperor. The Emperor and Anakin. Well, as they open the doors, Chris Provost, our wonderful friend from Provost Park Pass, he's the MC of yep. the event in the grand ballroom primarily. Uh, over the course of this whole weekend, he's up on stage talking to everybody. And as we're walking in, they are talking about how Disney has put the kibosh on the the uh, <laughs> Star Wars spotlight panel with the Emperor and Anakin Skywalker, yep. I guess, an hour and a half before the panel was supposed to start. Disney called and actually threatened litigation if they allowed <laughs> to or if they allowed the panel to to continue yeah. so obviously fanex kind of backed off of that oh, but sure. a lot of the big like fan sites like i don't know these are just people that i see in my facebook feed but comicbook.com inside yeah. the magic.com all are reporting that coming from Salt Lake Fanex, yep. Disney's um, put a halt on a panel, and it's got everybody kind of wondering what's coming, what <laughs> is going on, and why would they not let them speak? Because as far as we know, right, the Emperor got thrown off by Darth Vader. But we also kind of know from the preview. Yeah, we heard his cackle. We kind of know he's coming back. And obviously, Anakin's dead. <laughs> but my thought is, is Anakin making a return to the series as a Force ghost? That's what I was wondering. What projects are they involved in that we aren't supposed to know Some, about? <laughs> there's something between those two in particular that Disney did not want getting out, right. and they made sure that panel stopped yep. immediately. Um, I almost kind of wondered, because the, the couple days before, um, both of them had been at Primary Children's Hospital here in Utah yeah. visiting with some of the kids. Um, they were both at the Star Wars in concert. They did an sick. Empire Strikes Back live in concert at the Utah Symphony at Abravana Hall. They both showed up for that. I almost wondered, did somebody say something at one of those events? So Disney's like, forget it. You guys can't yeah, do maybe. that. I, it's, it just caught me very off guard. Yeah. So I'd imagine if they said something at one of those events that we'd know what it was. We probably would because somebody would have posted it everywhere. I'm just I'm thinking sure. that Disney... Disney knows how panels are. People get asked questions. Mm-hmm. Could it have led to some but kind of spoiler? But at the same time, everybody that I've ever heard do a panel is very good at... Not saying stuff. Not saying things because <laughs> of all the NDA agreements they have oh, yeah. to fill out for the work that they're actively doing. Um, 
I mean, even Josh Shipley, when we talked with him, there was still things about Disney yeah. <laughs> that he couldn't tell us about, even though he's now left the company. Yeah. But it's because of those NDAs, or non-disclosure agreement, sorry, I should probably say that out loud, <laughs> uh, that these people aren't allowed to say anything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's always usually been pretty good about, hey, can't really talk about that, but thanks for asking. Yeah. So, but I guess this is just know. so big that they don't want to yeah. have to worry about it. And now I'm super curious what's going to happen in the new movie. Yeah, what's well, going to happen in the series for Disney Plus? If I wasn't hyped up for it before, I certainly am now. <laughs> I know. What are they? What, what are, they are they hiding? hiding? <laughs> so anyway, so that was awesome. Yeah, in a way, but also not awesome because yeah. you didn't get the panel. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I was so bummed. I was so excited to see that. Oh, yeah. But I was able to get a great spot for Twisted Tunes, yeah, so I yeah. can't complain too much. All right. So I think that's it for Fanex. Yeah, we've kind of That was really Disney-oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first thing, Disney is releasing their next color. Woohoo! I actually like this color versus the past couple ones that they've done. Because mm-hmm. I just enjoy this color. I've always enjoyed... This. But anyway, it's called Arendelle Aqua. It's also known as uh, Baby Blue. Yeah, or Mint, <laughs> mint Green. Is it green? I feel like it's more of a mint. Feels like more. Mint blue, greenish color. Know, it feels more blue than green to me. Yeah, I think it's like that 50s mint green, blue color. Mm, something like that. Anyway. So, uh, Delish.com got uh, some sneak peeks at some of the things that they're going to be releasing in this new Arendelle Aqua. Obviously, we've had Imagination Pink, Potion Purple, Briar Rose Gold, Magic Mirror Metallic, Millennial Pink. How many pinks do we need? Uh, Apparently a lot. (laughs) So, uh, now we have Arendelle Aqua, which... I think looks pretty cool. Some of this stuff will be available on shopdisney.com, uh, but a lot of it will be just stuff you can get at the can parks. Can you get the sugar drop donut on shopdisney.com? I don't think so. Uh, so they do have the sugar drop donut. It looks like a cake donut, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy. It looks like a cake donut. But it's got a fondant glaze. Is that what it, oh, yeah, that's weird. Uh, and winter sugar crystals on top. Uh, it's saying to find that is at the All-Star Music Resort. So, Disney World. So, Disney World. I can't imagine that won't show up at Disneyland. One would think somewhere. It's a donut. Yeah, that'll probably make its way over there. Uh, as, as with the next one, I feel like has to make its way over right? to uh, the other coast as well. Yeah, so that's the Frozen Arendelle Aqua Lemonade, which sounds delicious. It does. The color doesn't look... Great. <laughs> appetizing, but the flavors sound great. I mean, frozen lemonade mixed with passion fruit and pineapple. I don't oh, think yeah. you can go wrong with that. Yeah. They're saying that will be at the Norway Beer Cart in Epcot, but really, I can't imagine it, it not being... It will get to Disneyland, I, I mean, California Adventure would be prime for that. Oh, yeah. Right outside the Frozen yeah, show? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, they have the Arendelle Aqua Churro, which is just a churro in aqua colored sugar. <laughs> and that's just saying at the hub popcorn cart. Yeah. So I'm sure that will be a different churro carts throughout Disney World and Disneyland. Uh, 
The Arendelle Aqua Macaron, yeah. Which looks really good. Sounds really good. This one is Disneyland Resort. Yes. (laughs) So uh, buttercream and blueberries and cream filling. That sounds really good. Jolly Holiday Bake, Jolly Holiday Bakery and Cafe, and also the Fiddler Pfeiffer and Practical Cafe over at DCA. Oh yeah. Uh, another thing that they previewed was the Arendelle Aqua Pearl Cupcake, which looks a huge, in my opinion, pretty good for size. A cupcake. It looks more like, like a muffin. A muffin. <laughs> so like it is a Costco a, muffin. <laughs> it's a Nutella cupcake. <laughs> what was that? Nutella. Nutella is so good. Nutella cupcake with aqua buttercream frosting and a mini bow decoration. Looks really good. Uh, Keep it in Epcot. It's uh, the sunshine seasons in Epcot. That might not make its way over because I've seen cupcakes over there. They can have it. Just just stop. (laughs) (laughs) If I don't get a freaking Nutella cupcake, I'm blaming you. Okay. I will take that blame. Will you? I will. <laughs> uh, the next one's the Arendelle Aqua Linzer cookie, which looks pretty good. It does look good. Um, uh, yeah. Looks like it's a Mickey-shaped cookie with the uh, Linzer part of it being a, a snowflake-shaped center with a mixed berry jam and chocolate ganache. Mm, mixed berry. That sounds really good. It does. It looks really good. Looks even better seeing the Disneyland castle oh, back yeah. there. Because you can, of course, find this at the Market House on Main Street. What? what? Uh, the other one that they have is Arendelle Aqua Mini Mouse Ear Headband. Of course, these colors wouldn't be Disney colors without the mini headband. No. Um, so it's just a sparkly. <laughs> Sold wherever you can find Minnie Mouse ears. But what's weird is they never list any Tokyo Disney. It's everywhere else. That's because I feel because Tokyo's not Disney run. That like, might be it's a, Disney yeah. sponsored basically, but it's not run by the Disney company. Yeah, I feel like that's it. probably why you don't see that. Yeah, super weird, but you can get those on shopdisney.com uh, as well as the Tumblr, Arendelle Aqua Tumblr, which has the Cinderella castle on it. What? Wait, no. Yes, no. What? That's not the Cinderella Castle. It looks is it? more like the Sleeping Beauty Castle to me, but uh, who am I? <laughs> so that's basically. Seeing as it everywhere. says Disneyland Resort on it, I would feel that that's probably Sleeping Beauty Castle. Right? It, it probably changes per resort you're yeah, in. Yeah, you can probably find Cinderella <laughs> Castle on the Walt Disney World one. Yeah. So, kind of weird. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, then the Arendelle, Arendelle Aqua Mickey Balloon Popcorn Bucket. It's not my favorite popcorn bucket. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm good but, without getting that one. But you know, cool color I think. Yeah. And uh, that's at the Hub Popcorn Cart as well as the Hyperion Popcorn ODV Cart. So outdoor vending. What what? For those of you that don't know what ODV is. Yes. So Aqu- Arendelle Aqua, it's the new thing, I guess. Another thing. <laughs> Color, whatever, that I just don't quite care about. <laughs> All right. Uh, another thing that I thought was cool was what Disney did for a, this little boy. Oh, yes. It's Walt Disney World related, but I don't care. It's a great story. It's just great story. I mean, I mean, I think that we as people need to push these kinds of stories oh, yeah. no matter what it has to do with. Yes. Just because it's such a great thing. Yeah, so... 
uh, this boy from Jacksonville, Florida. He's six years old. Uh, he saved a bunch of money to go to Walt Disney World with. Um, but Hurricane Dorian came, left some people homeless. It blows. Which is terrible. Pun intended. Intended very much. Um, but uh, yeah, terrible, terrible thing, leaving people homeless. Yeah. Uh, without food. So uh, he was visiting, I believe, his grandma or aunt in South Carolina. And uh, he used all of that money to buy hot dogs as well as, I'm sure, condiments and chips and stuff like that and handed them out for free to these people without anywhere to go. How awesome is that? Like, I don't feel like my six-year-old <laughs> would ever even think of that. Right? So, Like, I'm super impressed by this kid. Right? And apparently Disney was, too. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. He helped feed these people that needed food. And then the next Sunday, I believe, which is September 8th, they, uh, they surprised him on his seventh birthday. With a free Walt Disney World VIP vacation uh, for doing this for, so for awesome. people. So um, I think they brought him a cake, a bunch of balloons, gifts. Mickey showed up. Mickey was there and gave him a big hug. Uh, it was just really cool to see that happen. Like we need to, more people like Jermaine. Yeah. We because... Do. And not even to get the free trips or whatever, but no, just, just to, to be a decent human being. I mean, that hurricane wiped out a lot. Yeah, it, it did. affected a lot of people. And the fact that this six going on seven year old kid donates all of the money that he saved for Disney World. Right. I mean, <laughs> think of it. We we both have kids around that's yeah. close to that same age, and. My son would not. Yeah, I can't even think about imagine that. Imagine that happening, but uh, but this little boy decides to take that money and feed people that need food. Yeah, I think that's great. And I'm gonna give kudos to the parents as oh, well yeah. for raising, You've raised him a kid that to be that, thinks that way. Yeah, that's awesome. So good job. Yep, that Jermaine. is awesome. Way to go. Yes, uh, I'm gonna skip that. Uh, I wanted to talk about this, the designer ear collection that they're going to be releasing at the Disney parks. Um, Brett Ewan, who's the voice of Mickey Mouse, posted about this because he's doing one of the designs and he uh, actually posted his design, which looks really cool. And we'll talk about that in a second. But um, basically, they're releasing a series of of um, designer ears. Uh, so, um, let's see. I guess Heidi Klum is doing one on September 28th, which we'll, we'll release on September 28th. I'm not sure which one she... Oh, she did the ears with a crown. It's all gold and sparkly. Just Got a little crown and it looks like earrings on it. Yeah. Very Heidi Klum, I would Very. say. Um, another one is uh, by... You're talking about the Star Wars one? Ashley Eckstein. Oh, voice of Candace. 
Oh, and yeah. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Uh, she also is in Star Wars stuff, I guess. But she designed these uh, Princess Leia-inspired ears. The ears look like Princess Leia's bun, like hair buns. And then it's got a bow in the middle. Wait. What? Am I thinking of the right Ashley? I don't is know. Is it Ashley Tinsdale that does Ashley Candace? Ashley Tinsdale does Candace. Okay. So, yeah. Ashley Eckstein runs uh, her universe. Oh, yeah. Clothing line. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Star Wars inspired because she's a Star Wars actress. Yes. Um, another one is Jared Maruyama. Uh, his is Hipster Mickey. <laughs> I think they're cool. I am I am by no means of the hipster variety. <laughs> Same here. But I like these, these ears. These are cool, yeah. These are really neat. So it's it looks like Mickey's head, obviously. But it's got, like, the hipster glasses. Like, legit glasses. Yeah. Um, and a beanie. <laughs> and the ears are poking out of the beanie. It looks it's really pretty cool. cool. Um, Ooh, Kevin Rafferty's doing one. Very impressive. So uh, these will all be available at shopdisney.com, as well as in Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort. Joe Rody's designing one. I know. I'm so excited. Ooh. So September 28th, Heidi Klum's releases. Uh, October 4th, Her Universe, which is the Star Wars one that we talked about. October 18th, Jared Maruyama, who's doing the hipster Mickey. Uh, Fall 2019, Coach, the brand, is releasing one. Not the TV show? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Winter 2019, Brett Ewan, who's Mickey Mouse. His ears are awesome. I'd like to see those. Uh, I think I have a picture on my phone. But while I'm getting that... Uh, so they oh, are. You did show me those. They are fantastic. So the head portion has like microphone fabric, you know, like yeah. the foam cover for uh-huh. microphones. So it's got that, and then pie cut Mickey eyes just above the. Which is always a win. The brim. Uh, on top is a clear thing that says on air. And it, this is all radio themed. And then the ears are like radio microphones, which is really cool. Uh, and it says that there's potential audio clips to this, which has Minnie's Yoo-Hoo, Oh, oh Boy, wow. Hot Dog, Hiya Pal, It's Me, Mickey Mouse. Um, and then it has an embroidered patched on, wow. uh, patch on the back. That's cool. So really awesome. I'm excited. I need those. I feel like we need those. We podcast. <laughs> and then we get wear them every time we're recording <laughs> yes. on air. Uh, also, winter 2019 is one by The Blondes and one by Loungefly. Spring of 2020, you'll have Vera Wang, Cupcakes and Cashmere, Joe Rody. Yeah. Her Universe again, Kevin Rafferty, Carly Kloss, Lily Aldridge, and then in summer 2020, we'll have one by John. Coulter. So just be on the lookout. I'm sure they'll be a little more pricey than your normal ears, but some of them look worth it. So, you know. Like I said, I'm not a hipster by any means, but that hipster (laughs) Mickey is really cool. Yeah. All right. Here we go. This episode's going to go a little long. So, as most of our food episodes do. But I, I feel like we got to talk about this. We do. The Haunted Mansion Gingerbread House this year. 
There was a preview of it, obviously. Since we got the preview, Haunted Mansion Holiday has opened, so I'm sure you all have seen this. Oh, man. If you haven't, you're going to want to look it up. Oh, yes. This is incredible. So listen to us and then look it up. I thought that last year's (laughs) house was incredible. This one's awesome. This one is so cool. And we should have known this was going to have a 50th anniversary theme. We should have known this, but of course, didn't really cross my mind. But some of the effects on this oh, so cool. are unseen before for Haunted Mansion Holiday. You, yes. I've never seen them do this. The fact that we have ghosts that go in and out on this cake, just like, or not cake, this gingerbread, gingerbread house. house, just like the ghosts in the ballroom would, is absolutely incredible oh, to me. Yeah. Incredible. Because we've seen gingerbread houses with mechanics, uh-huh. you know. Last year we had one that lifted yeah. as the spider pulled yeah. the house off of its foundation. This takes it to a whole nother level, I think. Because well, this is not just on the house now. This is stuff being placed elsewhere yes. to yes. be able to give the effect of actual like ghost cookies yeah. On this thing. It's incredible. Which I think is even a deeper appreciation for the Haunted Mansion. Absolutely. For the 50th anniversary because you're using an effect that is basically done for the Haunted Mansion. Like, it's a huge effect in this this ballroom. Um, the Pepper's Ghost effect. Yeah. I mean, it's a very old it effect. Old it effect. was not developed for this ride, but... I don't think it had ever been used quite on as heavily scale. until the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. So, like, it's a huge effect Yeah, that was used 50 years ago mm-hmm. for this incredible ride. And I just think it shows, a, it pays a lot of homage Absolutely. to the attraction. And to the Imagineers that developed everything. Yeah. So, um, not only do you have ghosts on top of the mansion, but you got the hitchhiking ghosts. Mm. On the ground of the mansion, on this gingerbread house, and they all appear and disappear, and it's just so awesome. Yeah, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yes. I'm jealous for everybody that gets to go see this. Yeah, I will not make it. Because it's fantastic. But it is great. They've got the singing busts out there. They've got the caretaker and his dog all done in edible form, so... Good on you, Bakers. Um, I feel like they need to be selling singing bus gingerbread cookies outside the mansion. Oh, yeah. Or a caretaker gingerbread, because I would buy these. Yeah. Like, these are like a work of art. I love that they have, they've got Pickwick as one of the ghosts on top of the mansion. Uh Uh-huh. And he's got a candy cane cane. And he's hanging from the uh, the chimney, and it's just it's up just so like good. he would be from the <laughs> chandelier in the ballroom. I love it. I love it. So go check that yeah. out. Really oh man, cool. it's incredible. If you're not gonna make it, at least YouTube it. Yes. If you're gonna make it, feel free to wait. If you're but... gonna, yeah. If you're going to make it to the park, if you have a trip planned, don't look at anything. Yeah, just go, go experience and experience it. it and smell it. Oh man. <laughs> All right, let us 
dive into these foodie guides and then we'll let you guys go. Yeah, we have had shorter episodes in the past, the recent past. So we'll just say this is making up for it. Yeah, <laughs> true, because there is a lot. Yes, so we'll just uh, take turns. Probably should try and go through this as quick as yes. possible, because there, holy cow, and just keeps going and going. And we have a candy guide after, too. this section, and then you take the next section. Yep, we can do that. All right. All right, so let us start with Halloween churros. Yeah. I'm going to try and keep my comments to a minimum here. <laughs> Disneyland Park churros. Here we go. There's the Maleficent churro, which is a churro covered with chocolate cookie crumbles blended with colored sugar with marshmallow dipping sauce. Mm-mm. That's over by the Sleeping Beauty, Ca- Sleeping Beauty Castle. Fitting place for it to be. Uh, they also have the Pumpkin Spice churro near Buzz Lightyear Astro Blaster. Which is really good. It's a churro rolled in pumpkin spice sugar with caramel dipping sauce. Really good. Uh, Cocoa churro over by Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, Cinnamon dusted churro with a spicy cocoa dipping sauce. Mm. And then, of course, by the Haunted Mansion, they have the Bride churro, which is just an elegantly dressed churro in a bouquet of vanilla and sugar. The Groom churro over by Critter Country. Is a classic churro dressed in a duo of dark and milk chocolate. Very nice. Well, over at Disney California Adventure, there's some more churros that you can enjoy. Um, you can also get the pumpkin spice churro over there, over at Willie's Churros. Um, it's right there on Buena Vista Street. Can't miss it as you're going over to Soren. Um, it's just the exact same as the other one so you've also got the s'mores churro over Mm. by redwood creek challenge trail it's going to be a churro rolled in graham cracker crumbs topped with chocolate chips and a marshmallow drizzle looks really good Uh, a caramel apple churro that looks really good it looks like it's uh covered with uh like an almost like an apple pie filling and caramel looks really really good i wonder if they cut that in half and then put it in like like a hot dog yeah that's almost what it looks like. It does. Sure. Um, there's also a Halloween churro at the Cozy Cone Motel, which is a churro rolled in chocolate cream-filled cookies with green icing and gum, wait, gummy worms and candies. Looks um, messy. It does look very <laughs> messy. Um, I would kind of hope they'd put the icing and stuff on the side but probably not probably not (laughs) um there's also oh this sounds so good because i love horchata um a horchata churro with condensed milk that i could get behind i bet that would be better than just drinking horchata probably i don't like but i love horchata so (laughs) anyway on to the next section all right, over at Disneyland again, uh, at the outdoor vending carts, they will have candy corn cotton candy. Which is actually colored in the same coloring yes. as a candy corn. Looks awesome. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to take all three of those, but I, let's uh, <laughs> go right on into it. Over at the Carnation Cafe, you can get a spicy fried chicken sandwich. This sounds great. Sriracha glazed Ooh. fried chicken on a brioche bun with spicy salad with spicy sandwich spread 
Wow, say that three times fast. <laughs> Pepper jack cheese, creamy mustard slaw, and cilantro served with fries. That I can do. That does look mm. way good. Uh, over at Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor, they have the Trick or Treat Sunday Duo, Just two Sundays in one. Sour gummy ice cream with raspberry sauce, gummy treats, and fruit candies. And then a chocolate ice cream with hot fudge and pieces of chocolate candy bars. Mm. Sounds delicious. Um, over at the Jolly Holiday Bakery, where you do have more mobile ordering available, you can get a toasted salsa roja chicken sandwich combo. That's so salsa roja shredded chicken on rustic bread with jack and cotija cheeses served with tortilla soup. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that sounds really good. Uh, sweet potato hand pie. Filled with sweet potato pie filling and topped with orange white chocolate glaze and toasted mini marshmallows. That looks so good. Um, looking <laughs> at the picture, that looks fantastic. Uh, you've got a Cruella DeVille brownie, which is a brownie with dark chocolate <laughs> and white chocolate mousse, and a Cruella DeVille chocolate piece. Also pictured on here, looks really good. Um, graveyard cupcake. Chocolate cupcake filled with with, uh, cherry filling, dark chocolate mousse, Halloween sprinkles, and a tombstone chocolate piece. Um, Also looks really, really good. Uh, You've got a spiced bundt cake, layered pumpkin cheesecake, pumpkin muffin, and a mummy macaron. A Mickey mummy macaron. It does look like it's a Mickey mummy. I don't know why they didn't say that. What flavor it is? It doesn't say. say Just Mickey mummy macaron. Over at uh, Refreshment Corner, also has mobile ordering available, they have the Hades Dog, which is a foot-long all-beef hot dog with harissa aioli, lemon-pickled cucumbers, oven-dried tomatoes, sautéed peppers, and feta. I don't know what harissa aioli is. I don't either. <laughs> but I want this. This it sounds really, really good. Um, over at the Market House, you can get the Mickey Bat Cookie. Classic. I mean, those are available pretty much every year. Go get one. It's great. Yeah. Uh, over at the Plaza Inn, they have the Monster Halloween Cake, which is a chocolate cake with multicolored chocolate mousse, green buttercream, Royal Icing Eyes and Halloween Sprinkles. Uh, they have the Chocolate Coffee Yule Log. It's not the season for Yule Logs. <laughs> it's a chocolate sponge cake wrapped around coffee-flavored chocolate buttercream with chocolate crispy pearls, chocolate drizzle, and multicolored crispy pearls. And then they also, at the Plaza Inn, have a Halloween mini Mouse Cake which is a cinnamon cake filled with praline and crispy cookies finished with orange-colored glazed, glaze, not glazed, sprinkles, and a witch Minnie Mouse chocolate piece, and it looks pretty delicious. It does look really good. Uh, Let's go over to Red Rose Tavern, where you've got mobile ordering. Um, You can get the Black Rose Dessert. It's a black truffle mousse with raspberry compote and crunchy center Topped with edible glitter. Um, if it's what I'm looking at right now, um, it looks really looks good. Looks cool. <laughs> looks really cool. Um, you can all. Oops. You can also get a pumpkin spice shake. This I could get behind. Uh, frozen blend of white chocolate and pumpkin spice with salted caramel and mm. whipped cream. That sounds mm. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over at the Galactic Grill, which also has mobile ordering available. 
They have the Darth by Chocolate <laughs> Parfait. Love it. <laughs> Layers of red velvet cake, ganache, cookies, dark chocolate mousse, and chocolate cake topped with chocolate flakes, a chocolate Darth Vader helmet, and a mini chocolate lightsaber. They also have the Blood Orange Slush, which is Blood Orange Slush, <laughs> with a swirl of raspberry sauce, which looks very bloody. It looks like almost <laughs> like a hand in it. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have Loaded free. Oh my gosh. Loaded <laughs> Fleet Fries. <laughs> These are loaded waffle fries topped with slow-cooked barbecue, pulled oh. pork, cheese, chipotle ranch, and cream cilantro lime coleslaw. I need that, <laughs> that in my life. So Holy cow. No picture, though. Kind of uh, I wish. Oh, man. That's got my mouth watering. <laughs> um, okay. Over to Alien Pizza Planet. You've got the Supernova Special. It's a Delicium. 639 pizza. It's spiced marinara sauce topped with sausage, salami, assorted cheeses, onions, olives, tomatoes, drizzled with pesto. That sounds like really, (laughs) really good pizza. Uh, A Flavus Tropicus Parfait. uh, Layers of pound cake, caramel pot de creme, butter streusel, and pineapple mousse finished with a drizzle of raspberry sauce, pineapple topping, and gold crispy pearls. Mm. Holy <laughs> cow, that sounds good. And it's topped with a little, like, alien, green alien yeah. chocolate disc. Holding a pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also are able to still get the alien macaron over there. However, it is now a vampire alien macaron, and instead of the blueberry lemon filling, it looks like it's now just the lemon filling. It's funny. Looks really good. Even the eyes have red in them. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. All right, over at Rancho del Zocalo, they have the Mexican hot chocolate. Mm, Delish. They also have pan dulce ice cream sandwich which is a colorful shell-like Mexican sweetbread with dulce de leche ice cream, cajeta, and churro streusel. Uh, they also have the long-forgotten dueling tacos, two fry bread tacos featuring grilled fajita beef and braised butter chicken served with Mexican rice and pickle- pickled vegetables. Mm. There's also the frozen abu... Abuelita Orchata, which is layered frozen Mexican hot chocolate and frozen horchata topped with spiced whipped cream. I'm waiting for you to be like, oh, yeah. It does sound really good. (laughs) Sorry, I'm in Spanish class, so I'm trying to like sit here and mouth (laughs) to myself how that would be pronounced. They also have the orange sugar skull pot de creme, which looks really cool. Abuelita, I think is how it would be. Abuelita. Awesome. Yeah. Golden Horseshoe. Yeah, over to the Golden Horseshoe. (laughs) Folks, this is going to take a minute. We haven't even left Disneyland yet. Um, (laughs) Other than to talk about the churros at DCA. Uh, Golden Horseshoe, mobile ordering, of course, available. Churro Sunday, cookie dough ice cream, garnished with the churro, cajeta, and uh, whipped cream. Oh, yeah. Looks so good. Looks really good. Uh, over at the Stage Door Cafe, which is mobile ordering. Pretty it much everywhere order, is yeah. a mobile order now. Uh, that has the apple pie funnel cake, which is funnel cake with cajeta whipped cream and streusel topping. Uh, over at Hungry Bear, 
restaurant, mobile ordering available. You can get the <laughs> Decadent Funnel Cake, House Funnel Cake with de- Decadent Branny White Chocolate <laughs> Raspberry Ice Cream and Chocolate Crispy Pearls. You wanted to say Dead Kidden. I did want to say Dead Kidden. <laughs> again, again, wow, again. <laughs> Anyway, over to the Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou. Mobile ordering not available. No. Uh, They have the Weave Bean Dying to Meet You (laughs) Red Beans and Rice Soup, (laughs) which is the spice stew of pork sausage, oxtails, and kidney beans with Louisiana popcorn rice. That sounds good. They have the Dynamite Seafood Hush Puppies, spicy hush puppies with shrimp, tasso ham, corn, Bloody Mary aioli, and greens, and then the opera singer cake, which has almond sponge cake with coffee, chocolate ganache, and glaze, coffee buttercream, chantilly cream, and raspberry sauce. Nice. I could do without the coffee buttercream. Everything else, <laughs> kind of, and very uh, haunted mansion heavy at the Blue oh, Bayou. Yeah, absolutely, uh, for a good reason too. Yes. Uh, over at Cafe Orleans, you can get the Sar- Sarah Sally Slater's Swamp Fries. That's crawfish etouffee atop sweet potato fries with chorizo clams. Not chorizo clams. <laughs> <laughs> chorizo, <laughs> chorizo clams, <laughs> tomatoes, sweet corn, and green onion. Sounds so good. It does sound very good. Uh, swinging Wake Cake is a layered chocolate and vanilla sponge cake. Caramel banana filling, caramel buttercream, frosting, and oh, sugar candy. Yeah. Or not sugar candy, sugar candle. <laughs> so that sugar good. candy. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to not sugar candy. Yeah. All right. Uh, so over at the Harbor Galley, which has mobile ordering, they have the 13th Hour Brew, which is iced coffee with vanilla cream. Yeah. And then the Ghost Mariner Seafood Boil, which is Cajun buttered shrimp, red potatoes, corn, and andouille sausage. I would be all over that. Oh, yeah. That, that sounds, sounds so good. So good. Um, over at the French Market, you can, <laughs> you can get the wedding cake. Uh, it's going to be a cake with buttercream frosting, cherries, cream cheese filling, and a splatter of cherry sauce. And that thing looks good. The picture's not on this article, but yeah, it was on the... We've seen it before. Haunted Mansion article. Uh, over at the Mint Julep Bar, which does have mobile ordering, they've got the Blackberry Midnight Julep, which is blackberry, citrus, and mint flavors with lychee moon. Uh, they also have the Pumpkin Spice mm, Beignets. Mm, 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 mm. I don't have to really explain that. No. That pretty much is <laughs> self-explanatory. Um, Over at the Royal Street Veranda, you do have mobile ordering available. You can get the Pickwick Ghost Punch, a lively concoction of fruit, citrus juices, and sherbet. Sounds pretty good. Uh, Also, Professor Phineas Plump's Cure All Fritters, pimento cheese fritters with ghost pepper ranch dressing. Ooh. Sounds pretty good. (laughs) Sounds really good. Uh, Over at the Bengal Barbecue, they got the Lamp Kofta mobile ordering available. Uh, it's a lamb with tzatziki sauce, spinach, and pickled onions on grilled pita bread. I would eat that in a heartbeat. Yeah, that sounds really good. Well, let's head over to uh, Disney California <laughs> Adventure, because we haven't got there yet, other than the churros. Uh, we're going to start off, of course, just like Disneyland, you've got the outdoor vending carts that are offering 
candy corn, cotton candy. Yes, and then Mortimer's Market, which is just inside the entrance, has vampire Mickey sourdough bread. Yeah, you, you can't miss the uh, different <laughs> varieties of shaped sourdough over at DCA. They're awesome. Um, Smoke Jumpers Grill. You do have mobile ordering available to you. You can get a green apple spell lemonade. It's a lemonade with sour green apple syrup, cherry pearls, and raspberry sauce. And it looks delicious. like somebody dripped blood in your lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks I disgusting. I remember the picture for this. <laughs> it does look kind of awful. Uh, Smoke Jumpers Grill has the green apple. Uh, you just said that. Yep. Uh, over at Carthay Circle Restaurant, they have the poison apple teeny, which is apple whiskey, apple pucker schnapps, and cranberry juice. Mm, depending on how the park's been with my kids, I might need one of those at the end <laughs> right. of the night. Um, let's see. Let's go over to Clarabelle's hand-scooped ice cream. Of course, oh mobile gosh. ordering available. Uh, you can get the spider silk macaron sandwich. Ooh, black macaron with charcoal tart cherry ice cream. Oh my gosh! Topped with popping candy and a drizzle of raspberry that looks sauce. So good. I could handle that. Mm. Um, you can get a mini witch ice cream bar, which is an ice cream bar dipped in chocolate with chocolate accents and sprinkles. It looks like it's got a little mini mouse witch hat uh-huh. on the top of that. It looks pretty cool. Um, you can also get a Vampire Mickey ice cream bar, which is an ice cream bar dipped in chocolate with shortbread cookie. Um, the cookie, I believe, is actually the bat wings back behind this ice cream bar. Um, a spiked hard apple float, a hard apple cider, an apple sorbet drizzled with caramel sauce. That sounds really good if I was a drinker. Um, you also have the Boogeyman Sunday scoops of mint chocolate chip ice cream, hot fudge, chocolate cookie crumbles, and gummy candies in a chocolate-dipped waffle bowl. That looks so good. Wow. <laughs> All right, over at Award Wieners. <laughs> I like saying that. Uh, they have mobile ordering as well. Uh, they've got the Oogies Worms and Dirt Funnel Fries, which are dusted in crushed chocolate cream-filled cookies with cream cheese sauce, cookie pieces, gummy candies, chocolate-coated candies, and whipped cream. They also have the Rest in Peace Strami Fries, (laughs) which are film strip fries topped with thinly sliced pastrami, caramelized onions, pickles, and mustard sauce. I love the wordplay on that one. That's great. Um, Over at Schmoozies, mobile ordering available. Uh, You can, of course, get the Mummy Donut, which is a donut filled with peanut butter and jelly. Kind of has some, like, white chocolate striping, it looks like, across the top, as well as some eyes to make it look like a mummy. Um, The Mini Witch Shake, which is a mint chocolate chip shake with whipped cream and chocolate cream-filled cookie ears. Oreo. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, You can also get the Caramel Apple Smoothie, which is apples, ice cream, caramel sauce, and a caramel apple lollipop. Nice. All right, over at the Hollywood Lounge, mobile ordering is available there. They have the Honest Abe Apple Pie Cider. Uh, They have the Stone Ghost Hammer, which is a draft beer. Elysian Night Owl Pumpkin Ale. They have the Left Coast Voodoo Draft Beer. They also have the Howl the Howl Oween Concoction 
which is vodka and honest Abe apple pie cider. They have a drink called My Bugs, My Bugs. <laughs> Limeade slush with grenadine and gummy worms. They have worms, dice, and everything nice, which is Midori Limeade Sushi slush. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think the Midori thing like made me go Japanese there for a second. <laughs> Midori Limeade Slush and Gummy Worms. That was one of my favorite sushi places in Roy was Midori Sushi. So, Ghoulish Delight is a cotton candy lemonade. The Supernatural Spirit is cotton candy vodka and cotton candy lemonade. And then the Monster 129 Tacos. Pork belly tacos with kimchi, Ooh, slaw, yeah. Korean barbecue sauce, and sriracha crema. Mm-mm-mm. So over at the studio catering truck, you can get those same tacos, as well as an airy elixir, green apple slush. Nice. <laughs> Let us head on over to Flo's V8 Cafe, where you can get a pumpkin spice Shake that is available on mobile. Mm-mm. Cozy Cone Motel. Slow burning mac and cheese cone. I love these cones. Um, pasta with spicy red pepper cheese sauce topped with crushed chili cheese puffs, which is basically flaming Hot Cheetos, served in a bread cone. I love the cones over at that place. Yeah. And I've had the spicy mac and cheese before, and it's delicious. You can also get a spoky cone <laughs> macaron. It's a cone macaron filled with marshmallow buttercream and candy corn. Nice. Over at Sonoma Terrace, they have Snake Eyes Sludge, which is edamame hummus dip with olive tapenade, tapenade bugs, and dragon fruit dice served with grilled fl- flat... <laughs> my gosh... Flatbread triangles. I feel like I'd have to go up and order that and say, What? Snake Snake eyes? eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll take the snake eyes sludge. That's what you would say after that. (laughs) Uh, They also have the devilish. Devilish? (laughs) Because it's supposed to be cruel. Devilishly delectable wings. Chicken wings tossed in tangy, mildly spicy white sauce, parmesan, and black sesame seeds. All right, and then over at Cochina Cucamonga, you of course have the mobile ordering available there. You can get a Mexican hot chocolate. We Pacific Wharf Cafe has mobile ordering. You can get a maple bacon bread pudding. Ooh. Bread pudding topped with whipped cream, maple glaze, and candied bacon. Mm. Anaheim Brewery Oktoberfest, which I assume is an alcoholic beverage. Vampire Mickey sourdough bread and bacon cheddar ale soup, Mm. which is so good. You had that, didn't you? Yeah, it's uh, bacon, cheddar cheese, and ale soup in a freshly baked sourdough bread bowl. Sounds good. And it's divine. Over at Gourmet Coffee on Pacific Wharf, you can, of course, get Frog's Breath. Frozen lime and coconut cocktail with raspberry swirl and candy topping. At Pacific Wharf Distribution Company Beer Truck, you can get a Carl Strauss Oktoberfest beer. Mm, Nice. Bowden Bakery Bread Cart, you can get the Vampire Mickey Sourdough. And at the Corndog Castle, which has mobile ordering, you can get a spicy pepper jack cheese stick. 
which is battered, dipped, and drizzled with blackberry sauce, topped with sweet pineapple salsa, pickled serranos, and crushed cheese puffs. <laughs> yes, I'm all over that. Uh, Paradise Garden Grill, you do have mobile ordering available to you there. You can get a Mexican hot chocolate, which is cinnamon-spiced hot chocolate topped with whipped cream. Agua de Jamaica slush. Uh, sweet hibiscus tea slush. Uh, Pollo Verde wet burrito. Uh, chicken cooked in grilled salsa verde, golden rice, black beans, and crema. Uh, you've got a traditional tamale plate, red chili pork tamales with golden rice and black beans, tacos de estillo, callero, a trio of sirloin beef tacos with pickled vegetables, golden rice, and black beans, tortillas, oh, wait, I'm on to the next one, tortillas de papa, uh, vegan Crispy potato cakes with sautéed spinach, uh, ranchero salsa, golden rice, and pickled onion salad. You can get an ensalada de frutas, which is himica, watermelon, uh, cucumber, pineapple, and mango with chili, lime salt, and chamoy, whatever that is. (laughs) I hope it's not a chamois. And it's just spelled weird because that would taste awful. You can get a kid's cheese quesadilla with a whole wheat flour tortilla filled with jack and cheddar cheese served with apple slices, a kid's street-style taco, one steak taco, and a corn tortilla served with golden rice and black beans, kid's uncrustable sandwich with go-go squeeze applesauce and carrots. You can also get a cocoa cake, layers of vanilla cake filled with cinnamon churro-flavored mousse with a sweet cream cheese frosting, and, of course, finally... A pan dulce concha. Take forever. Sorry, that was a big one. (laughs) Uh, Paradise Garden's special event cart has the vanilla orange Coca-Cola, which is delish. Yes, it is. Uh, Savory empanada and a sweet empanada. Nice. One of Sean's favorite places, Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta, has a pumpkin cheesecake. That sounds pretty good. Um, they also have an anti-vampire chicken pizza, <laughs> which is a gr- great name for what's on this. It's a roasted garlic sauce, marinated chicken, smoked gouda, mozzarella, roasted red peppers, and a drizzle of tomato harissa sauce. Whatever that is. Yes. Uh, Bayside Brews, which is mobile ready, has Ace Pumpkin Hard Cider. And Carol, Carl Strauss Oktoberfest. Nice. Over at the Lamplight Lounge, you can get ghostly pepper nachos, uh, house-made tortilla chips topped with ghost pepper marinated chicken. Ooh, that's going to be good. Ghost pepper cheese sauce, black beans, and avocado tomatillo mm. sauce. Or salsa. That sounds good. <laughs> Hyperion Cart has Ace Hard Pumpkin Cider and Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. All right, and then we're <laughs> da- we're coming down the home stretch, people. We're we're getting there. Over at the Disneyland Hotel uh, Coffee House, you can get a pumpkin spiced latte and a pumpkin muffin. Mm, pumpkin muffin. Mm-hmm. Over at the Grand Californian Hotel, uh, at the lobby holiday cart, they have a weekly rotational cookie which will be featuring various Disney villains. So depending on the week, you'll have a different villain. And they look cool. They look so good. You've You're going to want to get these. Yeah, one's Cruella de Vil, one's Ursula, Captain Hook, the the uh, evil witch. I'm concerned about where the tentacles are coming from on this Ursula. <laughs> 
cookie. They are popping out of her dress, um, the top of her dress. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Not uh, I. A cook, you can get a cookie box, which I assume is just a box of cookies. I would assume so. Uh, poison apple cookie. Uh, chocolate chip cookie shot glass, which will come with choice of orange liqueur, Irish cream liqueur, cinnamon liqueur, chocolate milk, 2% milk, or cotton candy milk. Well, that has me intrigued. Yes. And uh, Oogie Boogie Crispy Treat, which looks like Oogie Boogie in a crispy treat. <laughs> uh, Halloween whoopie pie. Whoopie. <laughs> That looks weird. And then it does. Uh, <laughs> what, the, what the heck is this thing? <laughs> it's a terrible creation. Hey, we have all these extra eyes in this really random mouth. Let's <laughs> what are we gonna do with them? Put them on the Halloween whoopie pie. <laughs> then they also have a caramel apple pound cake. Very nice. Over at the PCH grill, you can get a pumpkin spiced latte or a sea witch. Which is rum, blue curacao, grenadine, and Sprite. Awesome. Surfside Lounge has the pumpkin spice latte. They also have the sea witch that Brian just talked about. They have a specialty burger, which is a grass-fed beef patty with melted spicy jack cheese and chipotle sauce. Putanesca pasta, which is squiddy. Putanesca. Putanesca pasta. <laughs> you Swedish or Italian? Bork, bork. <laughs> uh, so they have squid ink pasta topped with seafood. It doesn't tell you what oh, seafood, but. Goodness. Yeah. It's topped with putanesca. <laughs> putanesca. That pasta. sounds better. I like that better. Bork, Very bork. <laughs> Uh, they also have chocolate and pumpkin mousse <laughs> trifle with cookies and cream crumbles. Very nice. And a misky. A misky. <laughs> a misky crispy treat. Very nice. And of course, finally, to top all this off over at the sandbar, you can once again get the sea witch. So if you want a virgin sea witch, then it's just Sprite and Grenadine. <laughs> Cherry yeah. Sprite. All right. Isn't that just uh, the Shirley Temple. Temple. Yeah. Just add some whipped add cream a and a cherry. cherry in there, and you've got yourself a Shirley Temple. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, well. That went way longer than I meant it. Yeah. And we, we still haven't gone over the candy guide, which I, we will push over yeah, till next week. We're going to need to push that. Postpone. Um, yeah. I'm tired. I am also tired, and I have to edit this. Woohoo. So. Don't envy you. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Sorry to keep you so late. We could have kept you later. We could have. But we're letting you go. Because we're nice like that. Uh, And we're (laughs) both about to pass out as is. Yes. So uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen this week. Uh, Again, we are on social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, where we will be giving something away. Uh, so be paying attention Um, if you can on whatever platform you're listening to us on please leave us a review and subscribe those platforms to us as known are as follows that would be Apple Podcasts SoundCloud, Stitcher Player FM, TuneIn and Google Play 
All right, and then we do want to thank Bryce Gardner for the fantastic theme song. Thank you, Bryce. Please check him out. He does music under the name of Delta Theory. He is available on all music streaming platforms. Then we do want to thank Colby Lords for doing the social media. And thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the Main Street. Bye-bye. Goodbye.